Hey, this is part two of my coverage of Drag Race France season one with Melanie Morris. In this episode, we are covering the challenges that they did each week and sort of our overall musings on the season. If you haven't listened to episode one, it was out last week. Definitely worth listening to prior to this because we'll kind of call back to things that we referenced in episode one. Um, so yeah, enjoy. Uh, let's run through some of these challenges. Okay. I have to say... When it comes to challenges on the international franchise, I think they did a really good job because I feel like they were designing these challenges based on what the world wanted to see. Yes. Not what French people wanted to see per se. Like I think, you know, talent show, talent show. But like out of all French shows, the fact that they chose Call My Agent to do an acting challenge for, yes. I think is great because it's obviously so well established worldwide. Now, I tried when I was watching it to like map the characters onto actual characters from the show. I couldn't. I don't think, I don't think it works that way. No. I think it was just the idea. Yeah, of an agency. Yeah. Because when I first I was like, okay, is that supposed to be Camille or is that supposed to be Gabriel? And then I gave up. I was yeah, like, no, I gave up very quickly on yeah. that as well. Yeah, uh, which I would have liked it to be a kind of direct you know, knockoff or parody of each of the characters. I would have preferred that, but I thought that was good. So talent show, um, I thought was relatively strong. I don't know if there was an- anything iconic in the talent show. The talent show, no, I did like um, La Grande Dame's um, robot. And the saxophone. And the saxophone with the glass on her head. Yes. Like that was kind of It was clever. good, like. You know, that's literally throwing the kitchen sink at it. <laughs> and we have already mentioned the aforementioned Melanie Morris's future party piece, Cam... With yes. um, her peeling herself out of a fuzzy banana suit. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was great. There was a lot of taken off of clothes. There was a lot of cabaret. They're mad for taking off yeah. their clothes, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, very French. Uh, I thought Lolita's Latin dancing was great. Yes. Like yes. That, 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 that's like a, a dance-off from Strictly style, you know, save me, please. It was me. good. And then, of course, she did a reveal to a red fringe bodysuit underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, Lola Levita, as we discussed the fact... Didn't have a talent. No. Pulled a Melanie Morris on it. <laughs> no talent. No talent at all. But there wasn't even Blue Animals. There was just a, a, a sort of monologue. Which, look, I mean, I kind of appreciate the girl to be like, I'm just going to talk about my disability and I challenge you to put me in the bottom. But the judges called her bluff and they put her in the bottom anyway. Um, they put her in the bottom, but they didn't kick her out. No. It probably bought her a week. It probably bought <laughs> Um, because Mr. Head threw a sheet, <laughs> thrown flames around the place. Should have stuck to just setting fire to that hand, like a hit, it would have been better. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I it was good talent show. It wasn't the best I've ever seen, but like I think it, it gave a good flavor of French drag, which I liked. Absolutely. And as I always say, I love a talent show because it does make the characters... And the individuals stick in your mind yeah. a little bit. It gives you a point of reference. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, second episode was the Comic Agent Acting Challenge. We've kind of discussed. Promised a lot. Kind of underwhelming. And also, it didn't work with the translations, yeah, really. I don't think and so. also, French humour isn't very funny, <laughs> says I the mean, Irish woman. Comic Agent is good. Comic Agent is brilliant. Yeah, it's it's smart. Yeah. Uh, so Jean-Paul Gaultier was the guest judge in the first one. And the, the, the Jean-Paul Gaultier runway, I guess we've discussed some of the looks. Oh my God, I loved it. Was, so was Cam your favourite in this one? Uh, Cam was my favourite. Um, let me just... I have Le Grand Dame with the white belt sound as my favourite here of, of them. 
I also loved um, Paloma, I think, who came out in the kind of the Madonna type gear. Yeah. Um, the religious, holy Oh, yeah. Look. She was like the stained glass. Yeah. yeah I thought yeah. that was a beautiful, beautiful look. And I did appreciate there was a good few conical bras, you know. Lots of conical bras. And also, I kind of liked Lolita with the... T- sh- she had taps on her conical bra. Oh, yeah. When you took off the conical bra, yeah, she yeah. had two little taps on yeah. it. I thought that nice was maybe detail. a little bit more Moschino than Gautier. Yeah. If we're going to be a bit, you know... <laughs> I mean, you could say that. I don't know who these people are. But, um, but I, I loved it. And I thought, um, oh, my God, yes. Um, Cam's piece was amazing because it was a Gautier corset, a Gautier piece. I can't remember. It was an O'Donnell, a kind of a pale bluey green. Okay. Um, very tight corset dress. And I think. Oh, I see it here. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, almost a lot, like a mint. Yeah. And when she came out, I think she said, this is a piece of Gautier. Okay. I mean, it was great. The finish, there was like shoulder, how she's printed the shoulder epaulettes are so interesting. And the tiara, like she's always so well put together. Yeah. Now, who I have to give a special shout out for, because yeah. um, I, I actually, somebody's going to drop something, went to a Gautier exhibition in Paris once. And when you went into it, the first exhibit was Nana Jean-Paul Gautier's teddy bear. Okay. And his granny gave him Nana. I think he used to live with his granny when he was small and he used to paint with his granny's makeup on Nana. So oh, this wow. really old kind of Hessian teddy bear mm. has blue eyes and red lips. And that was the reference for La Grande Dame who came out ah. in a big fuzzy teddy suit yes. with a Gautier corset with conical boobs on it. So he came out as Nana. And okay. so in the judging, Gautier was going like, I couldn't possibly criticize anyone who came out as Nana. No, the Grand Dame did the, the belts. Not the Grand Dame, sorry, Big Bertha. Big Bertha. Ah, big okay. Bertha came out in the big teddy bear. Yes, I do fluffy. remember that actually because I just thought Nana was some French character, but that makes it a lot of sense. It was his teddy bear, his okay. first muse. Wow. Yeah, so I Good thought that was really cute. Shout out Shout to Big Bertha on that Bertha. one. We like the reference. Uh, the Coma Agent Challenge was whatever, fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Marion James was the guest judge. I don't know who she was, but she went around and gave them all big hugs. Big I think she's a energy. famous big deal fashion designer. Okay. Of her day. Over there. It was funny how a lot of the a lot of the judges for this are in the fashion industry. Do you know what UK That's what it's their all celebs like? are though, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. In the UK it's like Alison Hammond and Jesse Ware and stuff like that. Like I think that did they have Vivian Westwood on once? No. I think. No, I don't think so. Maybe, maybe we're getting confused. Um, maybe they did. They did. Yeah, they did once in yeah. the early days. You're yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they had Twiggy and stuff like that. But like they're mostly, you know, and Spice Girls, people. various yeah. Spice Girls, every Spice Girl. Yeah. Um, but yeah, these were all fashion people that they had on, which I guess makes sense. Mm-hmm. This was the floral runway. Um, I thought Cam and her, her like her blue hydrangea parasol look was my favorite from this one, and obviously Lolita and her her Frida Kahlo. Oh, that was gorgeous, and she scattered yeah, petals all over the ground. Was gorgeous. I loved those. And two. she didn't get enough credit for it. I don't think so either. And then she she threw petals out later on. They were like, yeah, we've seen it before. Shut up, Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> Episode three was the ball. Now I love this because I love the the categories. It was my private France. Yes. Then French cliches, and then can chic. I thought very clever to you know tie those three in i loved the french cliches i just i love and canada do this really well where they give them a brief that allows everyone to come up with something different and like you don't get the oh kimono she better don't of it all with the madonna night like i think there was some really fun ones lolita did the gilet jean 
you know, oh, as she was protesting. Oh, that was amazing in her neon yellow. Yeah, which I thought was a really clever and way to do signs. it. And all of her gave us like a Brigitte Bardot, you know, um, Paloma did like, you know, a take on a on an artist and a and a portrait, uh, you know, with, with a, what do you call it, like an easel. Um, Ellipse gave us like a burgundy look. Like there were so many clever different ways of interpreting France through these looks that I really enjoyed. And did we have a big thing of French cheese from La Grande Dame? Uh, I can't read my writing, but I think we did. It's usually yeah. a big hat. <laughs> yes, like French the cheese. cheese yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, the big birthday gave us the denim fountain from Versailles. No, she didn't get enough credit for that. I don't think so. That was amazing. She literally turned herself into a fountain with what water. Was out of her, yeah. And did you notice they had to put a canvas I down on was, the runway? I was like, what's this going to be? Yeah. <laughs> What and she just stood on the canvas and squirted. She was know. brilliant. She was yeah. absolutely brilliant and they didn't give her enough credit. Yeah, 100%. I think this is where we see the the, the Brittany doll from the Grand Dame. And yes. also Paloma has this really gorgeous picnic look where she has basically like a picnic basket on her head. Yes. Fantastic. Paloma said she used her cocktail glass three times over Drag Once Race. Once was Snatch Game. I think once was there. Once. And once was towards the end. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I thought as a ball, it was brilliant. And who came out with glasses of wine? That was Ellipse. Yes. Yeah. That was pretty yeah, amazing. That was good. Yeah. Um, like Spain did a ball recently and it was pretty good. But like that's season three. The fact that they went for a ball for a season and they did a really good job and really fun ideas. Everyone worked absolutely really well. came up to the plate. I think that was the best challenge of the season, I would say. Well, I loved the fact that the um, the Cannes Festival look they had to make out of basically a lot of rubber inflatables. Yes. You know, really yeah, yeah. cheesy stuff. Yeah, exactly. Really kitsch stuff. But fun. they all did amazingly well. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's where the fashion flourishes the best, I think, in that challenge. And it goes to show that their references. Although there were a lot of moules, muscles, yeah. muscle shells <laughs> yeah, being put into belts, so. into earrings. There was obviously, they were obviously a lot of them in the... The, the trolleys and the trolleys to be made with yes exactly episode 4 then uh, reading is fundamental was the challenge which wasn't great I don't think in the end and then it was snatch game which we kind of said didn't really work for there us there was one reading that I actually took note oh, of yeah? and this was Ellipse's finest hour for me <laughs> uh, no sorry it was La Grande Dame who said Ellipse more fucked up than a big Bertha corset oh yeah <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, I do remember. That was the Grand Dame. Uh, that was the first time I saw she had a personality. Okay. <laughs> then she went home. I thought that was quite funny. Um, I know they were slagging Paloma for looking like the kid from Ratatouille, which I thought was also yes, very that was very good. Yeah. Uh, I for the first time in Snatch Game, I did not even understand the questions. No, no. It do you know what? It washed beautifully over my head. Yeah. Um, the ones I noticed, I thought um, Paloma was great and I thought Lolita was great, but I can't remember why. Uh, Lolita was... Rosa de Parma. Was, yeah, Rosie de Parma. Um, she didn't do it too badly, she, but she got a bad edit anyway. Um, I'd, this, be, I'd be fast forwarding through that if I yeah, were watching probably. it. Yeah. But the runway of the night, the, the morning after the night before, was a very clever runway because you had so many brilliant different interpretations on it. We mentioned the garment bags. We mentioned the used condom. We mm-hmm. mentioned Paloma and her newspaper, which was represent the tabloids. We mentioned Lolita and the drunk mom making drinks for the kids. Um, there was a... We haven't mentioned Cam, who had a beautiful... Dra- who, I think this is the one Cam went 
out on. It is, yeah. Yeah. Um, who had a pink eiderdown yes, as a dress. Yes, it was a duvet gown, wasn't it? Yeah, with an eye mask and um, fl- flat hair at the back. Bedhead. Yes. Bedhead, yes. So brilliant. Uh, really, really brilliant look. And then so it was, I have written out, in a Caribbean hoodie. Yeah, they were really raving about that. Yeah. And I didn't, and she was punching a lot. Yes, I, d- I didn't really understand. Boxing with a, you know, a nose thing on was it. She, I think it was, she was still out and she was fighting in the streets, I think it was, was her interpretation. Yeah. I don't know, didn't I'm love too it. old for it. Um, but a really fun runway, kind of boring challenge. Then episode five was, uh, so they got Antonin to come in, the makeup yes. artist and the yes. teacher's makeup. With his 383,000 Instagram followers. Yeah. <laughs> I am sounding like some statistician here. And six... I did look him up on Instagram as well, though. I was curious to know. Uh, and then... 600,000 on TikTok. And th- oh, so a million, basically, yeah, altogether. Okay. That'll do them great for the ratings. It will PR, do. Won't yeah, it? absolutely. Yeah. Uh, this was the girl group challenge. It was Les Jaquette versus The Nails. And they both had to do... Their version of the song Boom Boom. One was a pop style, one was a rock style. Both had, like, both the production was awful. You couldn't hear what they were saying. You hear, like, the it vocals was, were so down in the mix. And I think they really missed out because um, I know this was done last year or whatever, but if, if ever you want to be trumped by something, their Boom Boom girl band song has been completely eclipsed with Padam Padam. Oh, yeah. Padam Padam is what Boom Boom should have been. Did you hear Padam Padam was actually referenced in episode two? Episode two of... This. This. So Padam Padam was actually a song by Edith Piaf. Now, oh. totally different, you know, song, but she just had a song called Padam Padam. So people think Kylie is referencing that because to English people, Padam isn't really the noise we say for a heartbeat. Yeah. Maybe it's for French people. So when in the acting challenge where they were all trying to Re- rehearse for an Edith PF style character. Somebody mentioned Padam Padam, ah, and I thought that was a okay. funny contemporary there you reference. Go. You were not sleeping on the job. I was not. Um, yes. So, so our boom 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 boom. Not Shite. great. I won't be listening to that. I won't again. be down. I didn't download it again. Didn't unlike <laughs> UK Hun, which <laughs> if ever I'm feeling a bit low, I stick on UK, UK Hun. Hundred percent. Love it. Both Guaranteed versions. endorphins. Yeah. Right there. Both versions. Yeah. But that's controversial. <laughs> Now, of course, um, I can't remember her name. Bimini. The Bimini oh, version oh, yeah. one is the yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, th- that was the runway that had the Night of a Thousand Milan Farmes. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have any looks there that you liked? Didn't, you no, know, because I didn't really get it. And, you know. I, I really liked... Uh, Le Grand Dame who did had a black and white gown and she did a really slow reveal and you know the way they they like they always talk about you need you, the, the reveal has to kind of happen you know it has to be books phase yeah. it's gone in the in the blink of an eye but I actually thought how she did the slow reveal was really clever because it actually built the anticipation more because it was still it wasn't like clunky mm-hmm. it was smooth but it was like what am I going to show you and then it was a gorgeous like black lace number underneath so I actually quite like the innovation of that one. So that was my favorite. Do you know, I was so busy Googling whatever her name is, Farmer. Farmé. Yeah, Farmé, Milan. <laughs> I was so busy Googling all that. I kind of, it, most of it went, I have to say most of it head. went over my head. Okay, yeah. no problem. It was um, a little bit too cultural specific for me. Well, I only know a handful of Milan Farmer songs, but that was enough 
you got for me it. to get did it. You? Okay. Had my foot in the door. I didn't know any of the Did you enjoy it? I did. Okay. Well, then... I felt I learned a bit about Milan. There you go. And I wanted to go listen to more of her music. Now, I think we need to pause for a second and jump back to episode five, where Drag Race France makes the biggest faux pas of any international season. Oh. And that was, they didn't license their, the lip sync song internationally. You're joking me. Did you not notice this? Yes. They said, yes. sorry, we can't play the song. Here's some backing music. And we watch right. the lip sync. That's right. Yeah. Scandalous. <laughs> and now that it happened again. I don't know whether it was the Milan Farmer song Libertine. Yeah, it was. It was episode uh, f- four and five. They didn't have the rights for the lip sync song, which is such a rookie error. That's really, really daft. Yeah. For a big international franchise. And you know when it's Drag Race. Not all, not all reality TV shows get viewed the world round, but Drag Race is in a place now that you'll have people from all over the world watching it. Of course. But wow. That's as shocking as the RTE debacle, yeah. really, isn't it? <laughs> and the thing is, I was going into the season thinking it was going to be quite bad because the only thing I knew about it was that they hadn't license the lip sync songs so i was actually surprised that i was able to hear six of them because i thought they didn't license any of them um but so even watching the two performers i'm trying to remember who it was who's the dance off so for or the it, lip sync it was with? um cam versus the big bertha for the oh, song yes. called uh, dj by diam and it just looked weird yeah it did now, during when these both happened, I paused it and I played the song off my phone as I oh watched it. Oh my God, you're such now, a nerd. <laughs> Did it make it better Not for really, you? Not really, because it wasn't in sync. <laughs> but I you mean got you didn't the vo- line everything up? <laughs> but I tried to get the flavour of the song. But yeah, it just totally takes you out of it. Like It actually, it was the fourth wall, wasn't yeah. it? They broke the fourth wall yeah. of Drag Race. It's basically what they did. And for the first time, I both used to understand being like, how did you miss that, mess that up? And then I just started thinking about licensing laws and Taylor Swift. And then I was like, That'll I've missed it That'll keep you up all, all night. That's I've missed it. They ruined yeah. it on you. <laughs> they did. Ru- Whereas I'm still looking up whatever her Me- name Milan. is, Forrest. Who? <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, big faux pas there. Mm-hmm. Then episode six, uh, the Tout le monde aime les marionnettes Basically uh, Everyone loves puppets Was the mini challenge Which was nice to see that back We haven't actually seen that in a it while It was But I didn't think they did a good job No of it. they didn't <laughs> Really why it bad hasn't been back. And then they have to do a perfume marketing ad Which again You know what, what are the French known for perfume I think it worked well I think you know I think they could make that run for a few more seasons. I think drag queen cheese could definitely be an option. A drag queen wine. brand of wine could definitely work. I definitely think they could get more out of that, which was kind of fun. A boulangerie, because wasn't there a lot of chat at one stage? You called it chocolate croissant or pano chocolat. Yeah. You know, they, they've, they've got their in jokes, which comes back to my point about comedy in France. Yeah. Really not necessarily. They're not quite up there. Uh, and this is the challenge where there's the iconic... La Big Bertha versus Louis de Banana Lip The Haute Couture. To a song. Oh yeah, and the Haute Couture Runway um, as well, which actually has some really great moments, I thought. I thought there were highlights and I thought there were lowlights. So this is the one we saw Lolita on her stilts yeah. with a big kind of pin cushion hat, which I thought was amazing. This is where we saw Paloma in her Erte 1920s yeah. silver outfit. Can we pause on Lolita? Mm. Was it haute couture or was it 
like a pun on the words high fashion because she was on stills. Oh, do you know what I got from it? I kind of got it was kind of meta haute couture. Yeah, okay. In the sense that it was the makings of haute couture. Okay, with the pin cushion. But it could also be haute yeah. couture. So I get you. I, was, I wasn't sure. It wasn't really addressed. I wasn't sure if it was a pun or not. Um, yeah, so Paloma gave us the Erte look. Um, I loved La Grande Dames. The black uh, dress. Black, yes. I thought she Galliano, Galliano hat. Hat, yes. Yeah. I just thought all of that was absolutely beautiful. Now, Big Bertha. I just didn't get. She wore a caftan that she'd put a size four dress into the center of. Yeah. I thought it was an interesting idea Mm. to show unrealistic beauty standards. She didn't do it very well, though. I agree. And I don't think she wore a wig. She had like the hair stylized on her face in curls. It just ended up not being overly complimentary. I felt. Sorry, we should rewind slightly to say number, which was the morning after the night before. That was episode four. Yeah. So episode four was when she basically had this moment where she thought, okay, I actually need to up my game. Yeah. I need to get rid of my morning after the night before look. I need mm-hmm. to spend all night up. She got the other girls to help her, which was amazing. And she came out, as you were talking about, in her black bin bags. Yeah. Dragging the night with her or whatever else so by the time she got to episode six she knew she needed to have her game on yeah and she puts on this kind of muumuu with a dress that's kind of translucent you know under yeah you couldn't really the the dress was like a pink shadow chiffony thing and it didn't stand out amongst the caftan it needed to be a different color make that an lbd over a caftan of a different color and it would have stood out more or there is a an amazing duo called Victor and Rolf. Okay. Who, if you Google their couture show from last year, they basically made dresses that were two-dimensional, that stood away from the body. Okay. Or that went on a twist on the side of yeah. the body, or that were upside down on the body. You mm. know, they were amazing and they were smart. And of course, they're Victor and Rolf. So, I mean, they're phenomenal. Yeah. But if you can't do it that good, don't do, do it, it Big Bertha style. Yeah. Don't do Big Bertha style. Don't do it Big, big Bertha, Bertha style. style. <laughs> um, yeah, that wasn't great. And yeah, I, uh, that girl Isolt, who was one of the guest judges. Yeah. I mean, think think of the ego it is to sit there and cry at your own song. I just think. The, think of the. She sat there and cried to her own song. Oh my god, <laughs> yes! But I thought she was quite good because she kind of yeah, said to Big Bertha, "Do you know what? If you're doing the body posi- po- body positivity thing, I'd rather you just come out in the nip." Yeah, said in a French way. And then that's what she did in and the lip sync. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then finally, episode well, not finally, but episode seven was the makeover challenge with their with their best Judies, um, and they had to make their own look. So uh, yeah, Lolita and Paquita came out as we kind of discussed Fiesta Mexican looks. They did, you know, it, it was a a folk dress from the Jalisco region. They cartwheeled around basically did a great job. So and Kiki. Um, were kind of like inspired by harpies from the Maghreb. It was kind of they were. They were two different of, muses. Yeah, Soa, Soa and, and Kiki. Muse. Yeah, because I think that was really clever. Because Soa was Soa's friend. Um, I can't remember her real name. Uh, her his girlfriend. Um, is ja- Jackie is white, is tiny, so there's a, a height difference, mm. and there was a race difference. 
and yeah. obviously a gender difference. Yeah. And so uh, didn't want to do blackface and didn't want to ethnically yeah. change her around. Mm-hmm. And so what Soa did in turning them both into two different muses, yeah. I thought was really, really clever. And it kept them in the family. I think so too, but I just think Jackie wasn't really giving. I don't think she had the performance value now that Soa did. Do you think she let Soa down? I mean, she's not a performer. She never asked to be, but I just, you know. I just so it got like, into the final anyway. Yeah. So she, uh, like, she did enough. My reading was it was a Soa and the Grand Dam bottom two in this challenge. The Grand Dam was shockingly bad. Was it Barbie? Yeah, they did this kind of tall, thin Barbie thing. And the judges seemed to love it. Like the judges seemed to critique them all as if they were just as good as each other. No, the Barbie thing was absolute rubbish. Yeah. And then one of them said, oh, it's like... Um, Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie and Nicole Richie and you're going no no they're just two blondes yeah but no but you haven't mentioned Paloma yeah so Paloma is it was in the black velvet bodycard dress with like dismembered pink forearms I wasn't it based on um the silver screen of the 1920s the silent movies yeah and the Paloma and Paloma's pal were both in these incredible yes outfits i it, thought i think it was one of, like i think it was so on brand for paloma it worked really well and it worked really well for a friend who was also and the so makeup French. was black and white yeah you know with the marcel white, marceau you know it the was white pan stick face and the huge big black circular eyes and the sequins in the hair yeah it was brilliant i loved really, it really good loved yes. it that actually was the moment i thought okay you're a winner. Yeah. <laughs> You're a winner, baby. The final episode, they do the podcast. They learn to do, they do a three-way lip sync to RuPaul's Catwalk. They don't even write their own verse. They just lip sync to it, which I yeah. thought was a full-on waste of time. They had to learn the English. Yeah. <laughs> so it was basically just like a, an English lesson. We'd been talking about how bad Paloma was at dancing. Yeah. And um, the uh, Nicolas, the choreographer. Bouchard. Came at, was it him who described Paloma Oh no, it was Kitty. No, I don't know. Somebody described Paloma as like a duck on skis. Yeah. <laughs> that was very good. And I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> I hope that's not just a French idiom. I hope that person came up with that on the spot. That was Like great. a duck on skis. I absolutely loved now, it. Now I have two big X's beside. So the final runway is Dragnifique. The, all the queens come out from the season um, and show their, their final eleganza. Um, and... I seem to kind of like most of them. I was a bit met by Paloma. I was a bit met by Big Bertha and Lova. But I have two big X's beside Ellipse. And I'm just going to pull it up now on my phone as a reminder to what it was. Ellipse had a sparkly jumpsuit oh, with yeah. big silver sleeves. That was it. The- with kind of nice face makeup, kind of kiss makeup, big flamey eyes. Yeah, and, and Sinead an O'Connor silk. Sinead O'Connor buzz cut, yeah. but, but dyed orange. Orange buzz cut. I just kind thought of the sleeves dra- were totally independent. Oh yeah, actually. The the sleeves were just totally different from the, the black silvery bodice. I didn't think that was one of Ellipse's worst looks. I <laughs> thought at least there was something fitted to it because a lot of Ellipse's stuff was kind of... Loose. Loose. Okay. There's something that really, really bothered me. Okay. La Cajina. <laughs> okay. Do you know what I'm going to say? She took off all her clothes. Yes. I don't know why. And then they didn't block something out. Oh. Okay. It was kind of weird. <laughs> so La Cajina comes out first and is wearing kind of like a, a stiff 
kind of maybe a tull dress with mm. a little tull skirt over it or whatever. Takes off the tull skirt. It stands up by itself. Judges make loads of funny jokes about clothes standing up by themselves. Then she takes off the dress. So now she's naked. But I think you could see her tug <laughs> from behind. I didn't. See, I must have been taking notes, but I can go back and look. And I see. actually had a second look, and I really do think I saw something I didn't want to see. I didn't want to see what I rewinded back to exactly. see. Exactly. <laughs> but considering they fuzzied out yeah, yeah. the odd nipple, nipple would yeah. they not have done? I, I, just, I have an issue with people taking their clothes off on the runway. I agree, stuff. and even Big Bertha doing it in the lip sync. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I kind of, I gave her a pass on that one for the emotional help. Yeah, we, we'll, but <laughs> as general, and not, not when it, the category is dragnifique. Don't yeah. take your clothes off. Keep the clothes on, but it's drag. And don't show us your bits. Then Do you know what I actually wrote down beside that to remind myself? Yeah. Eiffel Tower. <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. That is a good one. <laughs> End the episode here. Uh, and there's a three-way lip sync and Paloma wins. I mean... Okay. I, well, now, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, yeah, who else? We need this? a little word for Cam's beautiful blush. Yeah, go ahead. Amazing, 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 amazing Dragnifique outfit. It was just this beautiful, beautiful, peachy-coloured mm-hmm. ensemble that was absolutely stunning. Yeah. It was so put together... The this is gorgeous. I, w- I want to I want to go to DragCon to see Cam's booth. Yeah, I mean, she might have been there when I was there, but I haven't seen this. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Hopefully but like, she comes back. But yeah, I'd love to see her in an All-Stars, international All-Stars or whatever, because she's such a brilliant eye for the runway. And she's only 22, so yeah. there's plenty of bandwidth there. Oh, 100%. Um, Lolita, meanwhile, looked like a toilet doll. <laughs> toilet roll doll. <laughs> Dressed as a Southern Southern Belle. Yeah, but it was a sort of a Southern Belle, gone with the wind dress. Yes. Horrendous. Yeah, there's like layers and layers of like frilly tulle underneath. I think it was again, like she's wearing a kind of sombrero, is it? Straw boater type thing. Yeah. um, And she's so small, you actually could probably sit her up on a a bar. Golden white. Even though, yeah. So interesting to see what her looks are going to be like on Drag Race Mexico when she when she hosts it. Yeah. She, and then Le Grand Dame, of course, had the Lady Gaga the dress that was yeah, originally that was gorgeous purple kind of oil slicky, metallicy. Yeah, uh, was there was a bit of smocking almost. Yeah, you know, across it. I thought it was really, really lovely. It was lovely. Yeah, it definitely was. Um, I think they did a good job with some of the lip sync songs. You know, they opened up with Celine Dion, which was good. Uh, I did. I mean, they brought on Shem Shem. Uh, who I do know from, I remember going over to France and writing down all the pop stars over there and researching them. Oh, right. And she was on the Milan episode, so we didn't get a song from her, which was disappointing. But, you know, that the second song was basically like the French version of Girls Aloud. So they put together in a pop, in, in like a, in a reality TV show. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely some pop nuggets in there that I'll go back and listen to, which I thought were good. Um, and there was some that were great as well. But... Yeah, I think they did a good job with the songs. At least they had the rights to them. <laughs> In some cases. <laughs> In terms of international franchises, how does where does this land for you? Okay, now, no, no. I find the fact that 
you have to, you really have to read the subtitles. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not one you can cruise along to, yeah. with. You know, I think that does take from a certain amount of the spontaneity mm-hmm. and the very, you know, the, the fact that I didn't know any of the cultural references. Yeah. And I'd be a bit of an old cult, you know, I'd, I'd normally be interested in all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So if, if I don't get it, I would imagine 90% of the population yeah. don't. Now I could be wrong about Miss Forrest. <laughs> She'll always be Miss Forrest to me. And I just have to be a gay man for that one. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, but, but what it made up for in that in fashion, rather, the fashion was just out of this world, and it was just a little fantasy. Yeah. And the fact that they got the caliber of judge in was really, really beautiful. One thing perplexes me over everything else with that show, though, and that was the prize. The prize was very long. Tinder were given something. Mac were given something. But the main prize. Can you remember what the main prize was? The crown and scepter. Worth forty grand. How can a crystal crown and scepter be worth 40 grand? Uh, I wonder, can you sell it? <laughs> Does it? So to the listener who may not have seen the, the prize thing, it is flagged as, and the winner receives a, from Blogs & Co., whoever the sponsor are, mm. a crystal crown and scepter worth, worth 40,000 40, euro. Now, I thought it might have been a thing in translation that, in fact, they're giving you 40,000 euro. Yeah. And it's coming in the, you know, and, and you're going to get this as, as a... I'd rather the cash value, please. But there is no way a load of blinking paste de monte is worth 40 grand. I mean, maybe it's not de monte. Well, they said crystal. So crystal, I mean, it's yeah. blinking... Um, what's the... Oh, my God. Sarovsky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not 40 grand. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like, it, maybe it's that and 30 grand vouchers. I really <laughs> hope, you know, that poor old Paloma, after all of that, is going to get some money. Because man or woman cannot live on a lifetime supply of MAC makeup. And she's going off to Mauritius with Tinder, is it? Yes. Yeah, which, not a very... Uh, a sexually friendly place, but I don't know if it's all living. But hey, yeah. <laughs> thanks Tinder. And then Mac is going to make them, I know, some campaign, I think it was. And like they're going oh, to... um, Elle magazine. Oh, yes. Uh, You're yeah. going to get a spread in Elle. Oh, and right. actually, that probably is the thing that is going to have... The biggest impact. Use. Yeah, to be honest, the, every episode had about 90 seconds of them reading out all the prizes, which I, I think they could have cut. I know, it was a bit daft. Yeah. And do you know what I thought was quite quaint? Because the last time we were talking, Keen, we were talking about Drag Race Philippines and we were saying how the production and the technology mm-hmm. was really quite sophisticated. The that stage screen, had yeah, waterfall, yeah, yeah, all of that. Amazing, amazing, amazing. In this one, they put up a static card before the challenges. <laughs> yeah. Like it was like the blinking test card know, on RTE. I know. And you could recognise the font, which is never good. Yeah. Horrendous. <clears throat> and it would like say, mini challenge reading you know or something like that it was absolutely it's too could you not get chat gpt or ai to make you something (laughs) so the prize i mean now if i had turned up with my lady gaga dress and my galliano hat and my original john paul gautier and i'd stayed up all night making a dress out of bin bags having a quick flip reverse on my my costumes to get an old crystal (laughs) crown and scepter not impressed. Uh, that is a very good point. What's the prizes for Drag Race season two, France? I don't know. Oh, you haven't looked haven't at it, it yet. No, not yet. 
I hope no. they haven't ruined it. I don't it. dip in until I'm ready to watch the whole thing. <laughs> well, they have 11 queens this time, oh. I think. So, exciting. An extra queen. In terms of the where it sacks up for me, I feel it's very much mid table. I think it's better than Holland. I think it's better than Italy. I think it's better than Down Under. Oh, I loved Down Under. I Although, didn't love it. I liked it. They kind of fought all the time, though. There was there was good bitchy fighting as yeah. opposed to not nice bullying Lolita fighting. Yeah, yeah, but there was. Um, yeah, there was a good bit of conflict, which is good. But in terms of the drag, I think the drag is better in this. But I don't think it's as good as Spain. I don't think it's good as Canada. Oh. I don't think it's good as Oh, no, UK. it's not as good as Canada. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Uh, you think it's better in Spain? I haven't seen Spain. Okay, fair enough. Uh, it's my first dalliance into European drag races. Okay, okay. I don't think this was as good as Philippines. No, the Philippines characters were more endearing. Yeah, I think so too. I think they were more raw and they were a little bit greener. Yes, but I'm glad this didn't have an untucked. Thank God. <laughs> what would they have talked about? I don't, I don't Big Bertha would have been certainly... Spe- <laughs> Big Bertha spouts, like quite literally, <laughs> yeah. with her fountain. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I will watch season two though. Yeah, I think so too. Mm. I'm excited for season two. So we'll see. Also, much better than Belgique. Well, I just have one more question. Yeah. Can I go back to All Stars 8 now, please? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for I watching Because I stopped this. watching this. it. Yeah. Watch I will this. deprive you from it no more. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time and lending your fashion eye to all these looks. And we'll talk very soon. Thank you very much. Thank you.